I'm Gabriel Bickle. I'm Gunnar Johnson. I'm Dylan Wiley. I'm Ben Smith. And you're listening to Reality with a Twist, the very first podcast episode. Uh, if we can get a round of applause for that. We, yes. Yes. Uh, so I want to, so we used to have a radio show uh, at our high school and uh, under the same name, and we wanted to kind of continue that. So I'm going to start off with an icebreaker just so we get to know everybody a little bit better. Uh, literally, like imagine a university icebreaker. So you're going to tell me your name, your major, your university, your job, but don't don't be specific. Just say what line of work you're in and uh, your favorite kind of cheese. If uh, Ben would like to go first. Ooh, okay. I see we're getting to the personal details here. Yes. A lot of personal details, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, again, I'm Ben. Uh, I'm majoring in criminal justice at Indiana Wesleyan University. Um, I work with unloading trucks at a department store. And then uh, my favorite kind of cheese, I would probably have to say, if anything, Munster cheese. Munster, that's a Ooh, classic. Munster, it's really good, yeah. It is. Uh, I'll go next just because I'm on my screen. I'm one down from Ben. Uh, my name's Gabriel. Uh, I am a marketing major at Ball State University. I work in retail, and my favorite kind of cheese is absolutely 100% smoked Gouda. You cannot go wrong with smoked Gouda. Hmm, smoked Gouda? I don't think I've ever had that before. Oh, you should. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I think I'm next. So, I so my name is Gunner. I go to Purdue University studying pharmacy and I work in pharmacy. And then I would say my favorite type of cheese is 100% Asiago. I've never had Asiago. Oh, amazing on bagels. Hmm. All right, then I guess I since I'm the last one on the list, um well, my name is Dylan. I go to <laughs> my major is uh my line of work i am the director of quality assurance at a gaming company oh. uh that does stuff on roblox and my favorite type of cheese i would say oh man you guys took the monster already i guess i'll say mozzarella uh, okay. i think that counts like fresh mozzarella, mozzarella or like uh stuff you buy at the store I, I think it, you know, it can vary. I, you know, I, I don't mind the stuff that you buy at the store, you know, the mozzarella sticks. I also don't mind the fresh mozzarella mm-hmm. coming straight from the the cow. I don't know. But. <laughs> oh, yes. Still, I love squeezing the udders of yes. a cow and getting fresh mozzarella. <laughs> Still warm, man. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's what it's best. <laughs> so uh, speaking of universities, I think we should just j- jump right into our first topic of today which is our university stereotypes. Uh, We used to all go to uh, high school together, as we know, and we all literally all decided to go to different universities, except, uh, except for uh, Dylan. He, he decided to leave. So we'll get to that later. Yes. So uh, I'll start. Uh, I go to Ball State University. We are known as a communications and teaching college we also have a very very good um architecture college here uh i i set up a poll or like a a questionnaire on on my instagram story i got four responses and three of the four of them just said it was a party school which i absolutely agree with i've never been to a ball state party i have no interest in going to a ball state party and neither does my girlfriend really but uh it is constant every friday every saturday even hell sometimes on thursdays you'll see people out out and about uh trying to get you know wasted well i, I gotta ask then like have have even though you don't like going to the parties yourself have you personally gone to at least one just to see what it's like or so in in a sense like um my group of friends last year which are all coincidentally from our high school except for one uh, we would often just drink together and I guess you can count that as a party, uh, but they were toxic as hell. So I don't really talk to them anymore. Um, mm, very good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, cause yeah, I mean, I, and that kind of gave alcohol like a bad taste in my mouth. I, I still drink relative, like, you know, 
uh, every once in a while, but uh, just last year kind of made me not as interested in it. But yeah, absolutely. It is a party school. Uh, another, I think the two other best known, you know, things about Ball State are Bob Ross filming the joy of painting here, literally on campus. Uh, and Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, uh, he currently teaches here. So a lot of pop culture has originated from good old Muncie, Indiana. Mm. Yeah. Pretty so, cool. And a, and a little bit of a, uh, of a, uh, darker note, we are probably one of the whitest schools in Indiana. Um, oh, yeah. how's that dark? That's pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's bright as hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I actually looked it up and the enrolled student body is 76% white. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> and the school is desperate to change that. Uh, on every ad, you see a person of color, which I am absolutely for. I do not want to be at a 76% white school. Um, and our next highest is, is African-American or black just 7.71% and uh, Hispanic or Latino at 6.26%. But still <laughs> the, the second, uh, most, I guess, abundant kind of person here is still not even 10% of the student body. So yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful. That's all I have. How would you rate ball state? Uh, given the stereotypes, would you ever want to come to this school? Well, I, I think for me personally, since I actually like Paul State was one of the one of the schools I was deciding to go to mm-hmm. before I chose my other school that I'll mm-hmm. get to later. Um, so I would say it's probably like realistically eight out of ten, maybe. Okay, because I, mean, I, I I do like the campus and the buildings are very nice. Yeah, and so. and Ball State's the only one that we all, except for Ben, uh, actually visited. Uh, my sister gave us a tour. Uh, so we actually have been here and, and, you know, all together and taking a look around campus. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what about, what about the other two? What <laughs> do you guys? I, I would go ahead, Ben. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I personally would not want to go mm-hmm. to Ball State, but that's just me because I wouldn't want to go to any party school really. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I kind of just like to do my own thing and I'm sure there's plenty of people at Ball State who do the same. But, oh yeah. We're, um, we're, we're what the, the fourth largest university in Indiana counting Ivy tech. So it's like, uh, there's a lot of different people here. It's just, you know, I live right on frat row as well. So it's like, ugh. oh, you get the worst of it. then. Yeah. I would say for me, it's a no because Ball State doesn't have anything that I'm really interested in. True. For being in the sciences, mm-hmm. it's not really a big school for that. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah. But for the party and for the Bob Ross, you know? For, man, I mean, for, for, for good old Bob Ross. Do it for Bob. It sure is tempting, but I'm going to have <laughs> to say. No. And you could meet the creator of Garfield. That's just, you know, I'd be starstruck. <laughs> it's still my goal. He teaches on Mondays, as far as I know. And I, I know exactly what building he teaches in. I know exactly what classroom he teaches in. I just have yet to try to wait, meet Wait, him. wait, wait, wait. The creator of Garfield teaches classes on Mondays. <laughs> Mondays. Man, he's kind of going against his own his own yeah, ideology like there yeah like pick a side honestly I, i'm i'm disappointed honestly I, I never i never put two and two together that's kind of oh seriously that's like the most obvious like, you maybe, like maybe i don't want to meet him because he obviously doesn't stick to his morals you know it'd be funny if he cooks lasagna for his class <laughs> he no, just he does a cooking no, class and Im- no imagine like you know a kid a student of his is like hey mr hey mr davis i brought you uh lasagna for lunch and he's like oh i don't like lasagna <laughs> what the hell is this get this get this out of here <laughs> I don't this. Crazy. oh my god uh so i i still do want to meet him even though he's not who i thought he was uh but i do want to move on uh who wants to go next with their college stereotypes I can go. Okay. Yeah, I, you, I'd say the next sec, you're the next biggest one. Okay. So, 
Um, I'd say the biggest stereotype, and you know, it, it's it's true, uh, is that our uh, Purdue is a engineering school. And okay. while mm-hmm. yes, we have an amazing engineering program, um, we, it also gets overlooked that we also have amaz- other amazing programs such as pharmacy, nursing, education, speech pathology, audiology, um, like biological sciences, business. Uh, I think the list keeps going for a few more, but those were the ones that come to my mind. Okay. And so, um, we and agriculture. We also have an amazing agriculture program. So, um, yeah. So some uh, the only people that know Purdue's a great pharmacy program uh, is the people that go to Purdue mm-hmm. or from Indiana. Um, but fortunately, Purdue is such a widespread name uh, that it's not too horrible of a deal. Yeah. Um, so that's always nice. Um, but I'd say, uh, some other stereotypes as, uh, um, uh, uh, I also think Purdue doesn't, uh, gets overlooked as a pretty campus. Uh, I think because we're going in competition with IU. So I think there were, uh, and Ball State, honestly, because mm-hmm. when I visited Ball State, I think Ball State is a pretty campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we went in the winter, and it was ugly as hell in the winter when we all yeah. visited. So it's it is a pretty campus, and and IU. Do you think IU is pretty? I think so. I think what makes IU pretty is that it is very spread out. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of nature in between that's, buildings. That's fair. But that's a big problem when it comes to me deciding on a campus is I don't want to walk a whole mile between classes mm-hmm. because they're all spread out. Um, and then another thing is IU does something very unique where they use limestone in all their buildings. I was and just about to real ooh. Hoosier limestone, man. Right. And I think that's really cool, but it's awfully gray mm-hmm. for a campus. And I think it's just kind of depressing. Whereas Purdue does use brick and mortar for all their buildings. And I think it brings some contrast and color to uh, campus. And it, really, it makes it look cool. A lot of the buildings are brick with terracotta roofing. And it's actually, if you look at it from a... Uh, the sky. I am so sorry. There's a drag race going on outside. <laughs> Continue, Gunner. <laughs> um, it's, uh, if you look at it from an aerial view, it's actually really pretty. Uh, and it looks really neat. So... Mm. Um, I think that there really truly isn't a more, you know, pretty campus in, uh, Indiana. It's just, they're all, they're all, um, uniquely gorgeous in their own way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was done. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so (laughs) I was going to say what, what ball state has in, in that regard is black squirrels. That's pretty rare for Indiana. Uh, I think we're the only region that has black squirrels. Uh, huh? Yeah, black squirrels. Uh, I woo. Oh, okay, yeah. So, and we're the same region. So, yeah. So, we both have black squirrels, and also our buildings are designed to look like what they are. So, like our library is designed to look like a bunch of books stacked together. Um, our <laughs> College for Architecture and Planning, the Cap Center, uh, is designed to look like a um, drafting board, but it is the ugliest building on campus. It is. So so ugly. I don't know what they were thinking, but it, the the concept is cool. So yeah, I think I think you're right in that. And I've seen Ben's campus; it's also gorgeous. You know, I think uh, they're all they all they're all uniquely beautiful in their own way. Um, but based on your stereotypes, would I go to Purdue? You ask. Yeah, why not? I've always loved Purdue. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. What about? Ben, you, did you ever say whether you would go to Purdue? Uh, no, really, I never looked into it. I kind of really only looked into smaller schools. Um, well, it's actually strange because I did look into one big school, which is the University of Louisville. But <laughs> real, I think really the main reason I wanted to go there was just because of the city. I really like Louisville. Um, yeah. But no, other than that... I. I, I haven't really had too much of an interest in going to Purdue. Okay. But like just based on the stereotypes, you know, like would would it be a school that you'd want to go to? 
Probably not. Still, I had perfectly fine. It is a huge school. Yeah, so. that was my biggest issue with it when I visited. I felt like because uh, with the size of Ball State, you still have the big college feel, but like you feel like you belong. That's what I've always said. Um, but with something like because the entire campus is fifteen minutes walk across, you know. Um, but with something as big as Purdue, it's a big old square. There's so much going on. There's so many people. Uh, it, it's it's easy to get lost and not really feel like you belong. Um, which yeah. I didn't, I, I don't go there. So I guess that might have a reason that might have something to do with why I didn't feel like I did, but, um, sure. I'd say my, it was definitely overwhelming when I first got to Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I really learned is that it's a big school with a lot of small communities. Mm-hmm. So there's surely a community community that you can fit in. And I mean, that's really true. So, um, yeah, just because there's a lot of people, I still feel really fit in the school, and uh, it's been great. So yeah, yeah. Who should great. go next? I think Ben should go next. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I go to Indiana Wesleyan University. Um, first thing I actually want to ask before I get into it is: Have you guys ever really heard of Indiana Wesleyan before I started going there? Uh, yes kind of, yes i did i yeah. actually had no idea it even existed until you decided you were going there man. really yeah i had heard of the smaller because is, is i woo for profit do you know uh yeah i believe so okay because i think it and marion uh used to run ads a lot on like the morning news or like the morning you know like when you'd wake up for school you'd see like i woo and and, and marion university um, ads. I'd never heard of Taylor, which Taylor's like right between us, Ben. Uh, and that I I just didn't even know that till I till I literally passed it. But yeah, I I had heard of Iwu. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah, Iwu, like you said, is is a very small school. Um, you could take it could take you probably five minutes maximum to just walk from one end of campus to the other. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, um, which, like, yes, it's nice and it's convenient, but at the same time, it kind of feels a little trapping mm-hmm. uh, because, yes, during the summer and, like, late spring, it's beautiful, but all the rest of the time, it's just really dead and gray and, like, wet and, Gunner, like you were talking about, just depressing. Um, so that kind of that kind of gets to a lot of people, I feel like, mm-hmm. but... Um, uh, one of the stereotypes I would probably say is, um, like I said, I, I'm not a big party school person, and Iwu kind of likes to try to be a party school, even though they're really not. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's probably maybe like one big party a month or something like that. I've never been to any. Uh, I'm not much of a rager guy myself. Really? <laughs> I would have never expected that. I thought you would have been all the <laughs> All the way all in. The rage. Yeah. All the rage. Yeah. I, I know, the guys. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving. I know. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just they kind of try to put on their own, the, <clears throat> like, school tries to put on their own parties, mm-hmm. and those are, they usually don't get too much attendance except for, like, maybe a rebash, which is our big one uh, during the spring. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with such a small school, it's kind of hard to think of many stereotypes that like would be widely known or that people would associate with Iwu. So, unless you guys have any to add in there, yeah, I mean, so, to be frank, I think we're kind of in the same boat. Because I mean, like Gunner said, he didn't even know Iwu even really existed until you told us that you were going there. So it's like it's very hard to pinpoint like exact stereotypes to a school. I feel, and I feel like it'll be a point where I get to, but it's like, I feel like small schools have stereotypes that more correlate to the city that they're in rather than the actual school itself. When it gets to that point. That's a good oh, point. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, Marion is it's the, the city shuts down at like 8 PM. Oh um, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So like the place I work, I get to leave at 10. And mm-hmm. so when I leave, these are the places that I can 
go out and eat. I can eat at IHOP, uh, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and I think like maybe Dairy Queen. No, and, and that's no. kind of iffy. That's exactly that. Muncie, everything that doesn't close down at nine closes down at ten, and I work at a place that closes at ten. So literally. I have the exact same choices of places to eat after work, except I don't think even Dairy Queen is open for Muncie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. And then at the actual school, there's one place called Mario's where they serve like pizza and wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like alternating days. Like sometimes it's wings, sometimes it's pizza. Um, and that's the only place that's open and it closes at, I believe, 11. Um, so yeah, the, the eating situation isn't too great. And then as well as, um, there's just not a lot to do in Marion. You can go like bowling, you can go skating at a little skating rink. Mm -hmm. And then I think that really sums it up. Um, and one other thing that I forgot to mention about Iowa, which I think is different from a lot of schools, um, there's a really really large female population here i think there's like a one to three ratio or something like that oh my god wow yeah it's pretty crazy this is reminds me of a crisis i've had in my life so you just had too many bitches sorry (laughs) oh my (laughs) (laughs) no so all right Purdue is relatively 50-50, but the College of Pharmacy is actually more like, it's like two-thirds female. So, there's a lot of women in the College of Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Now, pharmacy itself is an industry that's also dominated by women. So, when I work in the pharmacy, it's usually all with women. Sometimes there will be one other guy, on occasions. I'm also in an organization that is dominated by women. Mm -hmm. Also, the one, t- the person I spend the most time with is a woman. And, uh, granted, it's my girlfriend, but yeah. um, <laughs> real unique there, Gunner. <laughs> now, this is just too many women. <laughs> we should ban women, man. Yeah, no, no, they did that back in the in the twenties, so it didn't work well. Um, it did not. <laughs> Okay, so based on the stereotypes of Iwu, um, given that there are none, really, uh, I, I guess the stereotype can be that nobody knows about it. Um, so I don't think I'd go, personally. I'm, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I bet it's, I, I, you know, it's probably very similar to the school I used to go to, but I still wouldn't see myself going to it, realistically. Sp- Speaking of the school you used to go to, Dylan, can you give us some more information about yeah, that? Yeah, um, I think that's about my time to talk. So before I became a college dropout, I used to go to USI, the University of Southern Indiana, and that was in Evansville. And when I was going there, I was originally going to, well, I guess I'll just say that I was trying to do radio and television. So, you know, s- since all of us besides Ben were all in this radio station in high school, I was the only one trying to actively go for that after I left high school. Mm-hmm. And USI was just the school that kind of lined up with what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, and pretty much like the school itself, it's a lot like Ben, but it's also very also not like Ben because it's in an area where it's more known. Like Evansville, I'd say, is probably one of the bigger cities here in Indiana. Um, yeah, I think it's the third largest. Third, really? I, I thought it was like fifth or something. Maybe I, I thought it, I thought it was uh, Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, Evansville, South Bend. I thought South Bend was smaller than uh, than Evansville, but I could be I could be incorrect. Uh, well, it's well, I mean, it's whatever. But still, um, I used to go there, and I think one, well, like I was saying with Ben's example, like a lot of the stereotypes that come with my school. Uh, besides like one that I could think of really just relate more to the city that the school is in rather than the school itself. Um, Like for example, Evansville used to be the most obese city in America in all of America. And so I think a very common assumption about USI was that a lot of the students were obese. Mm -hmm. 
Of course, that could be farther from the truth, as that statistic was made all the way back in 2011, when all everything was so much more different. And of course, since then, the people who were in charge of the city passed laws to crack down on that, and it's no longer at that number one spot. It's illegal to be fat. It's it is illegal to be fat. I trust me. It's it's been really hard, but no. Um, it, a lot of you, I've a lot of the student body is very fits very slender we have um a lot of there's a i mean there, we have gyms at the school i mean i'm pretty sure every school has a gym but you know like our i think one thing our school makes very prominent is like our athletics and whatnot and all that um i think another thing more directly to usi is that it's a very business orientated school like that's literally every the only reason anybody goes to usi and i could say to an extent that would be true like the majority of the students that are at usi are business majors however you know i me and like a couple other people that i was around were like the very few exceptions that weren't you know business majors the uh, the second majority were uh crime like people who were trying to get into law enforcement be detectives stuff like that and then the third quarter was more or less just art related majors which would be in the area i was in see that's sorry Go ahead. No, no, you, no, you go. You go okay. Really. So, our we had a common teacher, all three of us, and uh, she made it seem like USI was the communication school. It was all about communications. It was all about radio and TV. It was all about. Yeah. I, I'm just shocked to know that wasn't even close to the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, w- I was too. Because, like, I mean, yeah, like Gabe said, it, our teacher made it seem like it was the a great <laughs> communication school, and I go there and I look at everything, and it's like. This is just a business school, but it has communication related stuff. I think because I can't, I can't even I do. I know Ball State has its own radio station major or like program or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, a lot of other schools in Indiana really have that, though. So that's probably why I think our teacher was saying that stuff. But I I really don't know. Yeah, she was also slandering Purdue and Ball State, and she ended up getting her master's at Ball State. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying yeah. to slander our teacher. I think she's the reason that we were interested in radio in the first place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fair. Because I enjoy doing radio. I mean, I, I enjoy doing this now, doing a podcast, because I think that's just natural to me. But of course, you know, I, I at a point in time, I realized... I, that's not what I wanted to do in life. And I realized that USI really didn't support communications like I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, it had that radio station, but, you know, w- what more from that, really? Could there, would there, what could I use to support me besides mm-hmm. just that in particular? Because, like I said, it was a m- much more facing in the business side of things rather than the communications, which we were all wet on to believe. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I guess I should ask you guys if you guys have any specific stereotypes about USI that you've heard. I doubt that you probably would have that many, but yeah. Uh, oh God, I don't have any. Yeah, I, I don't I, really have any either. I think I think also distance. We're three hours away from uh, Indianapolis. Is yeah, three hours away from USI. So mm-hmm. yeah, so like out of the four of us, I was the one that was the most secluded from everyone else, mm-hmm. and it's. Like the one good thing about USI, I think it had going for it is like the campus because I I very much like that. It's kind of like Ben's where it would be a five minute walk from each building to building, and that was nice. The interiors of the building were very nice. Um, and the of course I think even in the winter the buildings were actually pretty. You know, you know they were pretty. Like you know they were mm-hmm. awesome to like walk walk around the campus and just look at everything. But realistically, I think that was the only thing it ever had going with it. <laughs> Um, and you know, of course, one thing's led to another, and now I am no longer a college student. So, which I'm happy for you because I yeah, think you, you seem way happier. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, because I generally am. I mean, I just realized the things that I truly wanted to do in life, uh, college education could never really teach me. Like, I th- there's just like like I I remember like even for a time period at USI, I tried getting some taking some classes in regards to you know understanding more about game design because that's you know typically the area i'm in Mm -hmm. at work and there was like only one class 
wow. that I would be taking that would even co- remotely, like even kind of relate to that. Yeah. I'm sure like if I went to another college and transferred, I could learn more about it. But do I really want to transfer over for something I could exactly. just actually go out and do, you know, it's yeah. Cause that's, you, I mean, that's how I saw it. Ball state is investing heavily in, uh, esports right now so i'm assuming there's there's kind of a, a game design coming with that uh, mm-hmm. but still I, I don't blame you I, I wouldn't transfer to another college to learn something that you could easily learn in the field you know like might as well do hands-on instead of take you know spend thousands of dollars to take a few classes on it you know right like and in the, the cases like with you guys and the majors you're taking it definitely i think it does benefit to go to college and learn something about it um but it's just like in my field it means so much more if like on your resume, you actually have this experience like making games and doing stuff with game studios and stuff rather than I went to four years in college and did a couple projects and now I have a degree to go along with it because that realistically will mean nothing when you mm-hmm. actually try to go out there and start applying for jobs in the game industry. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. As for uh, stereotypes, there really aren't any about USI. So, I mean, I, I guess I'd go, you know, uh i why not you know <laughs> yeah i mean like, it's it's fine but yeah i don't blame you <laughs> it's just there's nothing going for it really so <clears throat> moving on uh from that let's talk we we did our first little segment on our podcast so let's discuss the differences between radio and uh and podcasting just really quick uh um, okay i i don't think ben will have too much to say here uh if uh, but if he wants to like give us a first impression of podcasting he's more than welcome uh but the first thing i notice is there's no music breaks we we don't have to we don't have to you know say what music what song just played we don't have to say what song's playing next we don't have to stop every five minutes uh we've been going for 31 minutes i just checked uh so yeah i mean that's i like that (laughs) i like i like that too um I mean, yeah, Ben, do you want to comment anything on it before we move on? No, I, I, I really have zero to add here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I guess I'll kind of just go on from there. It's like with radio, there was also a very strict set of guidelines you had to follow so that, you know, you at least in our case, because our radio station that we had was a non-profit one or like a, no commercial one. So that yeah. means we couldn't say like, I couldn't talk about McDonald's on yeah. the radio station. None of us could. So um, when, in our show at the radio station, we would have to make up our own restaurants or give these restaurants pseudo names that yes. we, the audience can know what we're talking about. And we could also know as we're like doing the show that we know what we're talking about. Pretty mm-hmm. much bottom line is that there was a lot more things we could not say, but now in the podcast realm, we could say whatever we want because we're the ones that have full control over what we you know, create and what we produce and what we send out. I remember one time because there was a there's a little loophole with the brand name thing uh, that if you just said facts about it, you could mention brand names. I remember uh, that. And my dumbass decided to do an entirely brand name episode in which I guess I didn't understand exactly what that meant. So uh, our radio teacher ran into the room interrupting our, our uh, radio show for good reason, because we were just saying what we use i i thought we could say what we use because that's factual uh, it's a fact that i have an iphone you know uh but no because that is endorsement <laughs> that is endorsement so we cannot yeah. do that that was that was i think our junior year that was kind of embarrassing but um yeah so i mean we can if we want to say uh if we want to say I don't know. Comcast sucks. We can. Nobody's going to get too mad at us. I, about that. I, you know, I think all of us have iPhones and we yep. use them every day. Yeah, I used to have an Android and I, I, I switched between the two. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I like the I like the format so far, but, you know, it's definitely something to get. We haven't done anything radio related since 2019, uh, yeah. maybe early 2020. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to get back into it. Let's. Right. Let's transfer over um, because the way that this podcast or the way that this radio show worked in high school is it's called reality with a twist because we take a seemingly boring topic and make it interesting. So future episodes will be more monotopic. It'll be one thing that we talk about for the majority of the episode. Uh, But the reason I chose all these little tinier topics is just to get a feel for all of us. Uh, so let's do another segment. This is some weird news, uh, very recent weird news. Uh, and our first one 
which I want to hear your guys' opinions on is balding man. So no hair says stopping shampoo, stopping shampoo made his hair grow back. Uh, um, so that's, that's not ridiculous for them to say that, honestly. Yeah. This is from news 18. Uh, and they, they said a man quote, a man who was suffering from hair, uh, falling off and on the verge of being bald has stated that he restored his receding hairline and now has a full head of hair after he stopped washing it. So do you guys, first of all, believe that? And second of all, do you guys shampoo regularly? I, I firmly believe that. Okay. Um, and I think in my case, it, you know, I, I completely understand because for those who do not know what I look like, I am a person with very, very long hair and I, I take great pride in it. I, it's my pride and glory. But one thing I learned is that shampooing it all the time can have more negative impacts on your hair growth rather than positive ones. So it doesn't surprise me that this guy stopped using shampoo and his hair started getting better because of that. Actually, yeah. this was something I experienced. <clears throat> so I've also started to grow my hair out and it's currently about mm, 10 inches. And so um, maybe not quite as long, but you get the gist. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and so I noticed that as it got longer and the shampoo and conditioner I was using had all this junk in it that actually made my hair drier. Yes, conditioner made my hair drier. Mm. So anyways, so this is a big issue. So I started to look into shampoo and conditioner that has more natural based. And sure enough, it was way better for my hair. And it's like, it's a shampoo and conditioner with like 10 ingredients in it. Oh, wow. So it's Right. Very natural stuff, and it's way better for your hair. So I would not be shocked if, like, the everyday shampoo and conditioner actually is more harmful for your hair. Yeah, he said, uh, uh, quotes, clumps of hair would start falling on my clothes, and I'd take an extra shirt to class because I knew my clothes would be covered in hair by the end of the first lesson. Uh, and he says, in an attempt to find a remedy, he hypothesized that his hair loss was being exacerbated by the chemicals he was using in his hair or in a shampoo. So he just stopped shampooing and uh, his hair started like miraculously growing back. Um, so I absolutely believe this too, because I used to have extremely bad dandruff, like horrible dandruff. Like every time I'd go and get my haircut, they'd make a comment on it, kind of bad dandruff. And literally I, I made one change and that's that I only wash my hair every other day. Um, I only shampoo and condition every other day. So, and since then I have almost zero dandruff. Like I, I, I haven't had any flakes at all recently. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Ben Smith? How do you, what, what do you think about shampoo and hair? Well, <laughs> coming from a guy who never had more than like an inch of hair until like sophomore year of high school. Um, I don't have a whole lot to add in this, uh, in this realm, but, um, no, I, I guess I'd probably, I do the same as you, Gabe. I usually wash sometimes and then just like rinse other times. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that helps a little bit with it being so dry. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, no, that's pretty much, that's pretty much about it for me. So yeah. would you guys join, uh, he started uh, the quote, no poo movement. Would you guys join the no poo movement? Well, I have Crohn's disease. <laughs> <laughs> So out of luck for Dylan, but the rest of us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would. I would I absolutely join. I already have kind of. <laughs> I would probably go more Gunners route and like, if anything, kind of use more natural stuff. Because mm-hmm. I've done that with with soap. I've actually started. This, this is going to sound pretty. I mean, I I've started using Doctor Squatch, and it's oh, wow. a little more on the expensive side, but. For me, my skin, it's been so worth it. Uh, I love Dr. Squatch. The, yeah, okay. I actually did something similar where I switched over to a natural liquid soap. It's actually so safe, you can use it on dogs. Whoa. Wait, wait, in that case, can you use dog shampoo on your head? Since it's safe I for really dogs? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but it's also like very minimal ingredients and it's so much better for my skin. I used to have severe eczema and I, that has helped significantly. 
It's really good. Yeah. Um, I think all jokes aside, though, I'm also on the I'm already on the no poo side. Like I I don't have any of the fancy shampoos, but I probably only shampoo once a week. Mm-hmm. If that. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't use natural body wash. I always just use like Irish spring, which I probably should use more natural stuff, but I refuse to use Dr. Squatch just because of their advertising campaign. I, I hate their advertising campaign uh, so much. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I might switch to something more natural uh, since you guys seem to have good reviews of it. Uh, for sake of time, I think we're going to skip our second news story. And let me just give you give you like the, the, the gist of it. Uh, the first known interstellar meteor struck Earth in 2014. So the first ever meteor outside of our solar system that we know of struck Earth in 2014 in Papua New Guinea. Uh, so with that being said, no opinions allowed on that one. Uh, Jeremy update. We have a Jeremy update. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeremy is also a member of our little friend group, but he, unfortunately, well, fortunately for him, he's on his mission, uh, unfortunate for us because we can't see him. Uh, he is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he is currently in Utah doing his mission. So I have a little paraphrased uh, Jeremy update. He sends us a little update email twice a month. So uh, Jeremy got transferred from St. George to Cedar City, Utah. He's a little bummed about it as he's been in St. George for the past two months. There is a bright side, however, in that St. George is simply too hot for Jeremy. So he's excited to leave the heat and travel up north. I looked it up on the map. Cedar, Cedar City is only like half an hour north of uh, St. George. So I don't know how much better it'll be for him, but uh, he is excited to cool off. He also has a new companion in Cedar City. Uh, he also got a surprise brownie, uh, that was quote a miracle as someone reportedly broke into their car and gave them a brownie. He ate it. So that is your Jeremy oh, update for, uh, like like a Jeremy thing to do. yeah, <laughs> I hope that brownie was, uh, was not what it could have been. Uh, and I hope he enjoyed the brownie. Me Bye. too. Same here. What Jeremy didn't tell you is that they also stole $12,000 worth of value from this vehicle as well. Yes. But they kept the brownie. Yeah, but they kept the brownie. So it kind of evened things out. You know, uh, the car doesn't have wheels anymore, but yeah, brownie, you know, so brownie. Our last topic of the day before we move into our what are the odds segment is how does college differ from what we expected? Um, I am just going to I think we should just all just take turns listing things because uh, I have a little list of, of how it differs from what I expected. Uh, it's a lot harder to make friends than I expected. Would you guys say you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think I was told or I had the general idea that everybody would constantly want to be making friends. And that's true, but it's so easy to talk to people. It's so hard to keep talking to people um, or like actually make plans with them or something. Uh, it's, Easy to get uh, more comfortable with people I knew in high school. Uh, like I'm my girlfriend is somebody I kind of knew in high school uh, that just happened to go to this college. And balancing work and school is a lot more difficult than I expected. Would you guys say you agree with that? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm only working um, uh, around 15 to 20 hours a week at my retail store. And I, I just, sometimes it's hard to keep up. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I, I'm, I'm making it, you know, I'm not like failing, but uh, it's, you know, sometimes w- I, I have this bad habit of when I'm not doing anything, I, I just think this is my time off. I have to savor it. I don't want to do anything, meaning homework. So that's completely on me, but still, you know, cause I, as soon as I'm done with my, my nine 30, my 11, and then my 2 PM, I have to go to work right after. So, um, uh, what about you, Ben? Would would you say that that's harder than you expected? Gabe, I'm actually in like the same exact boat as you. I've got classes from the morning to like mid afternoon, mm-hmm. and then I get like a short break to maybe eat something, and yep. then I'm off to work. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's it's tough. That's been it's been tough on like not only my academic life but just personal life because I don't have enough time to just relax and do the things that I want to. And yep. Um. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I really wish I could just like sit outside for a while in the yeah. sun and just exist. But even that is kind of hard to do. Yeah. And like, uh, it, it sucks because 
I, I don't get to, you know, I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend, which, you know, I, I'm very happy with, but, uh, that's about all the time I get, you know, uh, I, I, it's like, you know, I'm either at work at school with my girlfriend or I'm just kind of like, and that's it, you know, I don't have much time for anything else, but I, I do appreciate the time I get with her so much, obviously. So, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I'm a, I'm a marketing major, as we discussed, and all the stereotypes about business majors are absolutely true. They are all frat boys and they all are entrepreneurs or at least think they are. Uh, they're, they're cool people there too, but it's it in every single class in the, in the business school, there are absolutely people who are exactly who you'd expect to see in a business school. I guess you guys can't really agree with that because you guys aren't business majors, but just kind of let you know. And then finally, Yik Yak. Do you guys have Yik Yak? I do. Yeah. What is what is that? It is a toxic app that is completely anonymous. Uh, you get to chat with people or you get to like post things. And I'd say kind of like a, a, a I don't know what kind of what I'd compare it to. Almost like a little Twitter for people just within a five uh, mile radius, except it's completely anonymous. You get to upvote or downvote things. You don't know who posts things. And I've discovered that not only is Ball State a party school, it is one of the horniest schools, I think, in the country. Um, people are, even midday, people are horny as hell. Uh, and just like, with no shame, just like ask, you know, let me let me just take a look at my Yik Yak real quick. Do you guys notice the same thing at all with, with those of you who have Yik Yak? Well, I... uh I had Yik Yak for probably two weeks, um, and I just there's so much like so much overwhelming negativity on that yeah. app that it got too much for me to the point where like I just I couldn't deal with it anymore, and I just deleted it. Um, I do I do not blame you. Oh my god! For me, it was just people are really depressed, and that yep. just made me more depressed. And I just don't get on it very much. No, because and I noticed something: different schools have different vibes. Like Ball State is horny and party. Uh, I went to Ohio State to see a concert, and they were all yeah, they were depressed, like they were sad. Um, I, I've never seen Purdue's, but it sounds like theirs was kind of similar. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so the, the, the ones I'm seeing right now is uh, somebody take me on a date. That one has three upvotes. Uh, somebody said, I'm still not sober. That one also has three upvotes. And that was 49 minutes ago. Um, and oh, and, and <laughs> little bites fud, fudge brownies make me come. And that one has now two upvotes. So Goodness. yes, uh, <laughs> Th- those did are it all- have one upvote prior to you reading that? Comment? It did have one upvote prior to me reading that. <laughs> that one but you know sometimes you just got to do what you have to do that that's we i'd never heard of yikak before i think i just didn't i think i just didn't care enough to really be in that culture of my Mm -hmm. school when i was going to it but well it was deleted i think i think the app was taken down for a long time and it just got like re-put back onto the app store uh i see so yeah maybe you just weren't in school when it was when it was there uh maybe but yeah, those are all the those are all of how college was different than I expected. Does anybody else have any? Um, I thought college would be harder. I don't. It's, you guys might have different uh, perspectives on that, but as for uh, my major so far, uh, it's actually been pretty easy. Um, mm. I thought I would be spending like most nights of the week studying and like doing homework and whatnot but no i've i've been able to hold down like a job where i do 30 hours a week and yes it's hard but i'm still passing wow like yeah i i'm pretty much in the same boat where it's like in high school i mean you i mean you guys saw i was not the best grade achiever but then when i was going to usi i made the dean's list and everything like i like it was complete 180 from how it was in high school. So I'd say it was just learning stuff and doing all that was a lot easier than it was in high school. Yeah. For me, it was the exact opposite. So I thought college would be easy, but I'm in my, my first year was easy. I did really, really well. I was in uh, the top portion of my class and everything. I'm still doing fine, but like, um, I spend so much time studying because 
this is, I'm in these two semesters, this semester and last, are the two semesters that uh, everybody applies to pharmacy school. And so they're trying to weed out as many students as they can. And so I'm in some of the hardest classes I'll ever take right now. And man, wow. it is so difficult. I spend so much time studying. I used to work about 15 hours a week. I can, I might work five hours every other week at wow. this point. I'm glad, I'm glad that they're being flexible with you though. Yeah, me too. But still it's, man, I thought I'd never expected to ever struggle this much in school, <laughs> especially with how well I did in high school. I, this is a fever dream. Yeah. Wow. I, I'd say the material in the business school is obviously not difficult. It's the business school. But um, what is difficult is how professors kind of expect professionalism, uh, which, you know, that's fine. It's business college. But sometimes it's taken kind of to a, d a ridiculous degree. Like uh, this semester, my my uh, business teacher, my my uh, I, I think it's like a business writing course. Uh, he said if there was a single typo in one of our assignments, we did a zero on it. And the current project oh. we're doing, if we miss a single class, uh, we are kicked out of our groups. And the best grade we can get on the project would be a 65%. So we would still have to do the project from scratch, but we could only get a 65% on it. Um, so in that in that sense, yeah, the professionalism thing kind of sucks. Uh, and attendance is mandatory in every single one of our classes, but, uh, the, the material itself isn't horrible. I'm definitely struggling more in college than I ever, ever did in high school. I always had a really good GPA in high school, but, uh, this is definitely the worst I've ever, I've ever done academically. Um, so if we want to move into our final segment, uh, I, I, before the show, I told everybody to write some, what are the odds for those who don't know? What are the odds is a kind of like a dare game where you say a dare, you, you ask somebody, uh, to do a dare, but you say, what are the odds that you do dare? Uh, and then they can set their own odds. So if the higher the number they say, the less likely they are to have to do it. So, uh, let's say I say, Dylan, what are the odds that you die? Uh, and then you, what would two. you say? Two. Okay. So that means he's okay with dying. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's a fact of life. You know, he has to do it. Uh, so then we, I would say, or somebody would count us down. Uh, Ben would count us down. He'd say three, two, one. And, uh, then we'd say a number between one and the number they choose. So in, in the case of two, there's a 50, 50 chance basically of saying the same number. Um, well, not really. I think it's more like a quarter chance, but still, uh, yeah, so the higher the number you say, the worse, uh, the the less likely you are to have to do something. I I'm going to start with mine. So right. Dylan, what Ooh. are the odds that for the rest of the podcast you have to talk like you're on the verge of tears? <laughs> I would say ten. Ten. Okay, Ben, do you want to count us down? Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, six. six. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> first oh, one think. we got we got a good one this we time that was a good one it <laughs> was a really good one guys thanks are you are you uh, good dylan are you are you okay i'm fine, I'm fine. ben ben uh am i do i go with my odds next no i'm telling you my odds because i was the one that got called on to do mine okay that's fair okay what are the odds that right now you gotta make a phone call to Little Caesars <laughs> and, you, and you gotta sing to them OMFMG hello when they pick up. That song doesn't have any lyrics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm gonna do 12. Alright, I'll count you guys down. Okay. Three, two, one. Four. Three. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, Ben. <laughs> All right, you're next. Okay. Um Gabe, what are the odds that for the next podcast, for the first ten minutes of the podcast, you have to speak in an Elvis voice? 
Oh my god. That would be funny. <laughs> uh twelve. We'll do twelve. Okay. Three, Three. two, one. Two. Ten. Ooh, thank God. Oh. And I promise I wasn't stealing from yours. I actually had this one planned out. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I thought of, I had... thought of mine last night when I was in bed about to fall asleep. <laughs> what did I actually? Yeah, that's a really good one, game. <laughs> we, we have we have a bit of an issue here in that yeah, Gunner's not here. Gunner's not here. Gunner's AFK. Gunner so... had to take a break. I don't know where he went. I don't know when he'll be back. Uh, so oh, I think I... what we might do is cut uh, and, and be, and we'll we'll return when Gunner is back. So okay. we'll see you in a sec. All right, we're back and Gunner is back. So uh, Gunner, would you like to do your odds? Sure. All right, Ben. What are the odds that you give us a whole string of curse words right now oh. for a minute straight that we'll censor out, of course? Oh, man, that'd be funny. 20. All right, I'll huh? count you guys down. Three, two, one. 17. 11. Oh, oh, so very thankful that I didn't have to do that. <laughs> so, uh, for future reference in our, in our future episodes, uh, if we never, if we don't hit on any of these, we will elect one of our odds to be a descending odds, and a descending odds means that we go turn by turn. Uh, each person has to do it. Uh, has to like you know risk doing the odds. Except every time that we do it, we have to choose a lower number. So the likelihood of us having to do it gets higher and higher with each time that we don't hit. Uh, this time we did hit with Mario Dylan with Dylan Wiley. He has to do his <laughs> his <laughs> virgin tears. Yeah, funny. but in the future, if we don't hit, which is very common for us not to hit, we will do a descending odd. So there will be at least one per episode. Uh, so with that being said. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we before we click off? Well, we never did our interesting pharmacy fact. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's end out with that. All right. So, as a pharmacy student, I'm just full of these pharmacy facts. And today's, I decided to talk about why you shouldn't drink grapefruit juice with your medication. So normally with your medication, they tell you not to drink alcohol, but what most people don't know is to not take grapefruit juice with it. And the reason is, is that a lot of medication gets dissolved and broken down, not dissolved, but broken down by this enzyme called CYP3A4. And so this is an enzyme that is produced in the small intestine. But the problem is, if you drink grapefruit juice, it blocks it from being produced. Ah! And there's a big problem if we don't produce this enzyme. More of this drug goes into the bloodstream, and you're more prone to overdosing. <gasps> Whoa. I never knew that. When I, I used to be on Boosperone with resistant anxiety med, uh, and that medication sucked, but it did say specifically don't drink grapefruit juice on this medication. Yep. It, it, it said that, like, the first thing it said was don't have, avoid grapefruit products. Uh, so that's fair. I never knew that. That's, I guess I will never, I guess I won't do that anymore. <laughs> speaking okay have you guys ever last thing last thing have you guys ever had blood orange juice what is that it's juice (laughs) from a juice from a blood orange and oh my god it is the most delicious juice i've ever tasted i used to be a completely grape juice fan like i can't get enough of grape juice i still can't i'm still addicted to the stuff but blood orange juice is like more mellow and sweeter than orange juice and like I got some from Fresh Time, man, and it was $5 for like a cup size, but I would pay that every single day of the year. Oh my God. If there's one thing you can take away from this podcast, get some blood orange juice. I don't care where you get it. Why would they put blood in orange juice? <laughs> why'd, why'd they hurt the orange? Why would they make it for bleed? <laughs> I just looked up blood orange juice and you know those like... Like uh, Tropicana orange juice yeah. cartons, the tall ones. Yeah. You can get one of those for $70 on Amazon <laughs> of Pro- blood orange juice. Goodness, Prime that today. That's a little excessive. 
Yes. Yeah, maybe that $5 deal wasn't as bad as I thought because I think it was 16 ounces for five bucks. So uh, yeah, uh, get some blood orange juice and by the next podcast, please tell me your opinions. But um, I don't think our podcast will continue until summer because all of us are busy with finals, especially uh, Gunner. We're all busy with you know final papers, final projects, finals in general. Uh, it's just a busy time of year. But we wanted to do a, a preliminary uh, podcast uh, just to see how we like it and see how this format works. And I had a lot of fun. What about you guys? I agree. I had a lot of fun. That's great. I, I can tell. All right. Well, I've been Gabriel Bickle. I'm Gunnar Johnson. I'm Dylan Wyoming. And I'm Ben Smith. And we will see you next month for another episode of Reality with a Twist. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>